0: Did you hear that, gat oh. The John of warriors have been a thorn in our side ever since we were all at Adventure Academy together. Thorn? Thorn! For years they tried to best us with their many swords and their actual carry.
1: Yeah, carry.
0: This looks like a job better off assigned to. Which way? Sorcerers for hire. Sorcerers? If we follow them and finish the job first, the princess will be sure to make us the official adventurers
1: of death. Official?
0: We'll save the Dorcases first, and then get all the fame and glory. Dorcases? Uh, uh, glory? Uh, Glory? Soon the names of Morbidia and (laughs) Gatou will be on the lips of every schlub in this area. Lips? Uh, Schlub? Look, maybe this would be easier if I just said stuff like everybody else does. No!
1: Hello and welcome to Hello Government, the Podcast. I'm your host Abdullah and with me today is someone you may have recognized from various shows, various um, animated shows, various live action shows. Um, God, where to start with you <laughs> because your your career is, is great because um, savor this moment people because we've done it. We've finally done it. We've got someone who is not only on Parks and Recreation, but also is a famous puppeteer, which is pretty cool.
0: <laughs> oh thank you.
1: Mary Fiber, everybody, ladies and gentlemen. Favor. Favor. Favor, sorry. <laughs> okay. Um Yeah, your career is um real fascinating. It really is, because you've been, you know, on Broadway and you've done puppeteering you've done live action you've done animation but it's it's so interesting because like you look at the resume and you think that you would be like a, a you know a little bit bigger on higher on the totem pole when it comes to to famous people but you're kind of in, in a in a in a in a place where okay she's famous but not like up uh, like not main event like you know <laughs>
0: I mean, you know, I'm lucky. I'm I'm a working actor and I think it's in in this day and age, you know, in this time of like you're famous or you're nothing. I think people forget how, you know, what a feat it is just to be able to make a living doing this.
1: Yeah, no, so it's
0: that, it, I it, can count my blessings in that way.
1: No, it's it's really amazing cuz like I've had a lot of people on this show who've done like come come from various different backgrounds, but I think you're the only one who's come from, like, you're the only one who can say like you've done puppeteering and or on Broadway, which is just like what? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty cool. I've I've had I've had the chance to do, you know, so many different things, and I think you know that's that's part of my. Knockwood, hopefully continued longevity you know in this business is is uh the ability to kind of diversify you know my 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 skill set
1: no um and it's kind of interesting because i know you did kidding which is a fantastic series anyone who has not seen that please go see that because i because man that that was that was such a great show and i'm kind of disheartened that it got canceled after two seasons but uh you know it is what it is but um I I love that show because like the show within a show is just so well done. Like they they, they really painstakingly recreated the whole Mister Rogers feel, and I really like your your character Soap Scum. <laughs> just like <laughs> it's 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 uh, it's um it's um a little bit a little bit of trivia. I think it's the first puppet we actually see him interact with in the.
0: Oh my gosh! I think I think you might be right. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Maybe cause, or because
0: because
1: oh, um, um, in the pilot, it opens up with him on Conan and ukulele Larry. But, you know, ukulele is just a, you know, it's <laughs> just a, a hand puppet. We don't see him interact with the puppet until like, you know, later on in the episode where they show you the show within a show. And the first character he interacts with is soap scum. So,
0: yeah. Oh, cool. <laughs> I see. That, that's a bit of trivia. I didn't even know. <laughs> It's terrible. That's so cool. Yeah, I love Soap Scum. That that big old puppet, uh, Soap Scum. She's like a kind of uh, you know, uh, Mr. Pickles. Uh, that's the name of Jim Carrey's uh, character, Mr. Rogers type character. Um, is uh, sorry, like uh, their their answer to you know Oscar the Grouch.
1: And it, and was it operated like was it just you or was there someone else with the, with doing the so doing that's it's that's
0: a two hand two-hander puppet it's not a rod puppet so i had my right hand you know operating uh soap scum's head and mouth and all that and then my left hand uh was doing her left hand but then there's someone um behind me you know right next to me rather you know with their right hand operating soap scum's right hand
1: so it's so it's, a it's, puppet. So it's like the henson thing the henson mm-hmm. method so
0: yeah yeah,
1: where, it's yeah multiple, really- where where it's multiple people doing like one one character which is Really, really hard and kind of amazing because you just watch those things and you're like, okay, how did they do that? <laughs> it can't be just like yeah. one person, can it?
0: <laughs> you know, I, I learned to puppeteer um in, in uh, my first Broadway show, uh, Avenue Q. And if you haven't, you know, if you're not familiar with the show, basically in Avenue Q, the actor, um, you can see the, the puppeteer, right? So, so the puppet and the actor kind of share the performance. Um, and that, you know, that's not like above my head. I didn't have any monitors or anything else. So when I, when I booked Kidding, I actually kind of had to learn on, on the job that kind of Henson style Of puppeteering where you know you're hidden you're looking down at a monitor you know and there's all sorts of different elements that go on you know when you're doing a a tv production as opposed to a uh, live theater production and and that was that was really cool
1: and there is actually one scene where um catherine kinney's character is um where they zoom in inside soap scum And you actually do see you in there, but which is yeah, that was a
0: cool shot to do. That was a cool shot. Yeah, Catherine Keener and I got got pretty close (laughs) Uh, physically, and it was it was cool.
1: Yeah, that one in a bathtub. Yeah, I just I just love that scene because you don't you don't expect them to do something like that because well, you know, it's it's you know they're uh, maintaining the illusion that this is real. And then, you know, you, you, you know, you zoom in on inside the puppet and it's just like, oh man, I can't believe it actually went there. <laughs>
0: like, yeah. I think, you know, Dave Holstein, who, uh, the, the creator, he, it's a shame we didn't get a, another season because I know that it was his intention to explore. Yeah. The, the, the puppeteering world a little bit more and kind of what their backstories would be, but, uh, alas, maybe another show, maybe a spinoff just for soap
1: scum. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's it's just oh god, it's I can go on for hours and hours about how well the writing was and how
0: oh like, so good.
1: Yeah, I mean, okay, I understand like it's a very depressing depressing show,
0: but yes, at the same time well
1: But at the same time it's so real and it's one of the few shows that actually did like scare me like, you know, on a on a, on a psychological level, because, because there is like, I don't know if like, I mean, I know like fear is subjective and I know that we, we as human beings have these different, um, you know, fear is subjective. Like we, you know, everyone finds like something else scary and and whatnot. Like what, what's scary to me might not be scary to someone else, but that's, but there's a scene where, um, you know, mild, mild spoilers here. Where um, a bunch of like alikes end up, you know, tracking uh, tracking Mister Pickles down and end up calling him on his phone, and then they start, you know, threatening him. And the just the idea of like someone, you know, p- you know, picking up your phone and and hearing someone who sounds perfectly like you screaming at you, threatening you, to uh, threatening to take your livelihood is just like that. That creeped me out. Oh <laughs> gosh, <years>. I know, <laughs>
0: terrifying and like well don't get me started cuz i can go there with you in terms of like just being afraid of like that might be our reality sometime in the future maybe and, sooner than we think you know this whole like sound like and voice capture and like ooh it's so creepy
1: yeah yeah i mean i'm just bringing it into voiceover cuz this is a voiceover centric show but yeah. um but i mean we ha i've had this discussion with a lot of people like cuz there's this whole controversy right now of ai like can't you know AI. AI and and can it replicate you know these past performances? And I mean it's it's kind of crazy. It really is because it's like it's weird. It really is weird, especially it, yeah. like especially like when you're listening to to AI recreate re, reenact a character that was done by someone who is no longer with us, and it sounds like exactly like that person, and it's just. <laughs> you
0: it's terrifying. I mean, we're lucky so far. It, it, it can't seem to capture the nuances that only humans can recognize. Like there's still, I guess, what do they call it? The uncanny valley uh, thing going on. <laughs> so hopefully we won't be replaced anytime soon. But oh, my God, it's terrifying.
1: Yeah, because there um, I, I've had I have heard stories of people like signing signing, per, you know, permission slips and. And you know agreeing to okay you can use my voice for ai and i'm like i'm not sure i would be okay yeah. with that I, I i don't i don't think i would i would be okay with that because yeah. i don't like the idea of someone else recreating my voice or identity or you know using it for yeah. from for malicious purposes
0: <laughs> nice of course
1: which is again going back to kidding one of the most frightening things about that show is how his father, you know, played by, you know, magnificently by Franklin Langetta, like how he, he, he just wants to replace him because he just sees like, okay, it's like, it's ironically enough. It's like a Truman show sc- scenario where he's become too self-aware and he's like, you know, we can't let him leave to to leave the, the reality to, to reality. So we have to <sighs> keep him, you know, so we have to find a way to replace him and keep it going because that's, that's all that matters. and, and the scene where he's talking to, to his sister about, you know, wanting to replace him, he does it in such a casual way that it's just like, again, really creep me out. It really, it really does. And 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 that's not even getting to, to, to later in the season where we get the creepy hallucination sequences.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so much going on. Such a good show.
1: God, I, I'm just so sad it got canceled because I just like, you know, 'Cause when I do my research I usually like look up some some of the actors work and I'm like, okay, I, I've been meaning to watch this for a while. I'll watch maybe like one or two episodes and then I just ended up binge watching the entire like uh first season.
0: Oh, <laughs> that's awesome. I'm gonna tell Dave that. Dave Dave Holstein is, is a friend of mine now uh so he'll be he'll be thrilled to know.
1: And it's just I... God, it's so good and it just makes me so sad. But anyway, um you know it, it's it's just it just makes me sad that that something like this real and 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 raw and and just so so human could just get canceled and something else is like in, in reality television is still going like you know come on man
0: <laughs> i know i know it's gosh it's hard it is so so hard to get eyeballs for your content i mean it just i it's 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 above my pay grade for sure um and I, what
1: I, and and is it is it weird like trying you know transitioning to doing like you know uh, live action and voiceover? Like, do you, do you find it weird like having to go one day and you're like okay, we gotta, you know, you're on set one day and then the next day you're going into the recording studio to record something for whatever. Is it weird? Yeah.
0: <laughs> um. You know, I I really love doing voiceover, uh, and that was not a hard transition from theater to um vo because i feel like there's a lot of um, similarities um especially you know animation of course like just having a sort of large personality and making big choices and things like that um but you know i don't have a huge um i don't i don't have a lot of, of trouble transitioning between the two um Luckily, you know, it's certainly it's certainly a different skill set. Like I just did a guest star on an NBC show, which I don't know if I can mention. I I mean, I'm mentioning it. It's fine. But anyway, it it had been a long time since I had been on set, obviously, because everything having been shut down. um, And yeah, it it was like a muscle. I hadn't worked in a long time, so I felt very rusty. But uh, but yeah, I've been lucky enough during uh, COVID to, to stay pretty busy in the in the VO world.
1: I mean, that's. But so I don't
0: think, did that answer your question?
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, now that's the beauty of voiceovers. Like you guys can work at ho- from home, and it, and you know, you don't have to worry about <laughs> going uh, out and, and you know, hopefully, <laughs> and um, getting sick.
0: <laughs> no, thank goodness. We're so we're so lucky in that regard. Although I have to say, you know, I'm ready to. It, 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 the difference, another difference between voiceover and theater, of course, is, you know, theater, you get to, like, go to work every day and see and have a big community around you, you know, lots of people and you're playing, you know, uh, in each other's faces all day. But then voiceover can kind of be a lonely, you know, profession. It, it, but then, you, you know, every now and again, you get a chance to do the, that group read and, like, meet your fellow actors and that, th- that those moments are so precious to me and I, I can't wait until we can do that again.
1: Oh, especially like, um, you know, going into a to, to recording booth for the first time and seeing like just how talented everyone is. And you're like, oh, oh
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. it's nuts. It's nuts. There are so many talented people here. And I've been so lucky to, you know, work with some of the best. And yeah, it's crazy. They're so good.
1: Um, Out of all the characters you've done, like which, which one's your favorite?
0: Oh, man. Like in voiceover?
1: A voiceover. Or- I mean, in
0: voiceover,
1: because I mean, if, if we're talking live action, you're probably just going to say your Parks and Rec character, because that's like the one everyone knows you from anyway.
0: I love that character <laughs> um, um, in voiceover. Ah, OK, well, let's see. Oh, that is so that's actually very tough because um the 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 character I'm having the most fun with right now is a character I can't mention um but it'll come out like I think it's coming out in the fall um it's a netflix series it's animated it's been around for a while I'm giving you clues but um it's it's my first like series regular role and it's so much fun um let's see I mean i've it, gosh what was what was some super fun part I love doing. Quacksin and Karaoke Katie on on Doc McStuffins such such a cute show. Um I loved The Fungies. Um I don't know if you've seen that. That's a Cartoon Network HBO Max show and it's it's so good and I got to play the teacher. I just got to do a bunch of voices on that too. I don't know. Gosh, I'm sorry. I don't have like one favorite.
1: Because, my favorite role from yours is Morbidia from Mighty Magiswords.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh, that part was so much fun and just so so insane. I mean, I remember they actually kind of they they came back uh, a couple of times uh, when when I was auditioning uh, t- to just get more more and more specific. Kyle, um, the the creator, had such a. Um, specific idea in his head it was sort of like a almost kind of Catherine hepburny slash shatnery and i was like i don't even know what that means but i'm gonna like take a stab at it and then he just like sent a voice sample of himself doing it but yeah like she was so insane i love that show no i love playing villains
1: Now she was my favorite character because um i remember like i i did work with one of the um i did i did a uh got a long time ago (laughs) i'm dating myself here but a long time ago um i did work with david Barron, who was a character designer uh on 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 magiswords in season two and i remember some, and and i remember someone asked him like which which character you had the most fun with and he said morbidia because the her expressions are just so much fun to do and i'm like yes that that would probably be my answer too because because like because what I love about her is that, you know, she has this over-the-top way of speaking, and it's very Shatner-esque. But, like, the the way they animate her facial expressions is just, oh, my goodness.
0: <laughs> oh, my gosh. Bonkers. I love it so much. I love playing villains. And I don't get to do it as often as – I mean, if I could just do villains forever, that would be amazing. Um, but, yeah, man, Morbidia. <laughs> what, a, what a kook, that lady.
1: <laughs> oh. I mean, she, she just had a cool design and I mean, she wasn't like, what made her great was like, she wasn't overused. Like she was in like a couple episodes, but you know, when she appeared, she shined. So I feel like if they had overused her, she would have been like, ah, I I don't want, I'm, I'm tired of her. Bring someone else. But, um, Oh yeah, she could have,
0: she could have been really, really exhausting after a while. I, in fact, I was like, uh, I remember after one, um, recording session i was just like you guys know that i don't just scream all the time in my life but like morbidia was just like out of 10 all the time she was wild
1: no but i mean that's why i asked like um you know is you know does it become challenging like keeping that energy going because like one minute you're doing morbidia in the studio and the next you're like okay i gotta do parks and rec now and she's a totally different uh character than morbidia yeah
0: yeah you know um (sighs) I got, I got, again, like, I, I'm I'm like, bring it on. I love those exhausting days. I mean, you have to be, like, if I'm doing a video game session and, and I'm shouting for four hours, I'm just like, <sighs> I have to really be careful. But um, because I started in theater, because I did Broadway for so long, which is, you know, eight shows a week, it's it's an incredibly challenging lifestyle. Um, I think I, I, I'm kind of used to that and, like, i love it i love those tough
1: days and i think that's what and i think that was what makes you a great voice actor because you're used to like when you're doing broadway you have to make sure that your performance is seen like for by everyone even in row even in like the last row and <laughs> yeah you know you have that over-the-top performance and you know and i think that translates so well into voiceover because you know at the end of the day you're going to be playing a lot of cartoony characters and i think that's you know that helps
0: yeah yeah whereas like when i'm doing um on camera i'm just like don't move your face too much but when i'm in the booth i can just be a nut
1: Oh, you're you're one of those people who just comes in and just like starts acting out the scenes (laughs) even though even though like you're not no one's going to be seeing it but the engineers (laughs) (laughs) oh man God uh there must be my god I I kind of miss the days when seeing people like walk into the studio and you know just hang out and you know have fun creating these wonderful shows now everything's done via Zoom and it's just not the same it's not it's the not.
0: same <laughs> hopefully it'll go back a little bit I'm I don't have a lot of confidence that it that it will I think I think a lot of the things that we're doing now and a lot of the systems that we've set up for, for coronavirus are, are here to stay, but I do hope that we go back. I just, I miss that in-person interaction. Uh,
1: Like how was, like, how was, um, like, cause I asked this of everyone, like how, but how have you been holding up for the past year and a half now (laughs) that we've been, we've been in uh, this?
0: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I, I've, I've been, I've been really lucky, all things considered. I mean, like everyone else, you know, I've, I've had, it's just been, it's been a slog sometimes and like i I hit my walls and i try to like recharge i have two kids so the the all-encompassing nature of that has has actually been helpful in a lot of ways because i i i it gives me something to focus on instead of just like letting uh the the sense of impending doom set in but um (laughs) i i i was like i've been lucky to work i've been you know so all things considered and everything's been been okay how about you how have you been holding up
1: oh it's been rough it's been rough (laughs) yeah like anyone who's listened to the show knows how how rough this this pandemic has been on us because it's like it started out like we we went from partial lockdown to full lockdown last year and now we're back Mm -hmm. to partial lockdown even though like we have the vaccine but the numbers are still going up and we're back on partial lockdown and it's kind of, kind of nightmarish on my mental health. Cause it's just, are you,
0: are you, a, who, who lives with you or are you? Um,
1: I, It's just me and my family. So.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> That's so hard.
1: <laughs> yeah. So it, 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 because it, it, it sucks when, you know, you live in a country where, um, you know, after like a certain period, like curfew's on and you can't leave the house anymore. So,
0: God, it's, it's
1: it's really nightmarish
0: eligible for the vaccine soon.
1: Um, I already took the first, uh, dose and I'm not, I mean, fingers crossed if, if, um, if all goes, if all goes well, I should take the second dose by May sometime in May. Hopefully if, if all goes well and the world doesn't end and we we're still alive,
0: (laughs) right? Oh, well, I I do feel you know it, there is a light at the end of the tunnel now in a way that that even just a few months ago I couldn't see. So that I don't know if you feel the same, but hopefully we're we're getting there.
1: Uh, no, no, um, I I totally agree with you because I mean like listening back to like a year ago, like uh, this time like last year when it first started when we first went into you know partial lockdown. It was terrifying because we did not know what the hell was going on. And I just hated the idea of being stuck at home with, you know, (laughs) like stuck at home, like with nothing to do. And then and I mean, I tried recording an episode and it was it was scary because like that first episode, like when we're we're, when it was announced and like I'm trying to be professional, but it was garbage. It was really terrible because you're just like (laughs) because 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 in the back of my mind, I was always thinking about was. God, how am I going to survive this? Like, how am I going to survive this? Like, because it's like, like, what if I get it? What if I so someone I know gets it? And you know, those, those thoughts keep, keep uh, coming into your head. And, um, and yeah. Oh
0: yeah. That, that sort of like um, a ticker tape of anxiety that, that just is always on play somewhere in your brain. I mean, that's how we've been living for the last year and I totally get it. It's, I don't know if you felt the same way, but I, I, after I got my first dose of the vaccine, it was it, like a palpable sense of um, relief. I didn't even anticipate it. You know, I didn't, I didn't realize how much sort of tension I'd been carrying through my days. But even just getting that first, that first dose, I was like, oh, I slept better, things like that. It's just been hard. It's been hard on everybody. Ugh.
1: yeah and and I've said this many many times on this show but it's hard for me not to end every episode by telling the guests hey thanks for keeping me sane cuz my god if I didn't Ugh. if I didn't have this show I would have no one to talk to outside me outside this show the only other person I talk to is my therapist and that's it like that's oh. like that's oh, it.
0: <laughs> I hope you can oh, gosh I hope they lift that that lockdown for you soon
1: yeah, that's, I mean, it's it's I'm, it, I'm
0: glad glad to be a part of of keeping you sane.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's scary. It it really is. It really is a uh, scary and um and it's tough. It really is like um you know, keeping a positive attitude, trying to to focus on other stuff and trying to get your mind off it because I I'm at that point where I, I I've said this to my therapist as well, but I'm at that point where I want to be will as willfully ignorant as possible because I just I can't look at the news anymore. I just can't because I know it's not good news and I just want to avoid anything that, um, you know, stresses me out or, or makes, or gives me anxiety. So, Oh yeah, it's tough. It really is.
0: Well, you know, you gotta, you gotta save yourself, you know, if that's, if that's what you need to just sort of disconnect for a while, give yourself permission. Of course, like you gotta, you gotta get through this and I get it.
1: Yeah. I mean, especially like, um, because uh, the last episode I recorded, I, I re listened to it. I'm like, God damn, this is depressing <laughs> to listen to. <laughs> oh. Because I was talking about, like, you know, me and myself. Because I, I opened up a lot on the last episode, ironically enough. I, I mean, I ended up talking about myself and, you know, how i have trying to grow as a person and how to better myself as a person because I didn't like the person I was, you know, 10 years ago. Because I, you know, 10 years ago, I was a horrible person who who took advantage of a lot of people who wanted to, you know, who 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 deeply cared about me and I burned a lot of bridges and, you know, that sort of stuff. But, um, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I legit thought, you know, could I post this, you know, should I post this? But at the end of the day, I'm like, you know what, you know, you already did it. It's useless to can it now, you know, because you opened up to it and, you know, if you can't show vulnerability, then, you know, like what's the point? Hey,
0: I think that's really brave of you it, the, the internet is so terrifying to me, you know I even get I get anxious talking on podcasts and things like that, so I don't do them that often because I'm afraid I'll say something dumb and then it's forever, you know, but i think I think it's it's really brave to to like put yourself out there
1: oh yeah i mean i've I've said this before, but I am that type of person who like every time you listen to every every single conversation I've had on this show with someone. I'm all, I'm automatically thinking, oh God, don't say anything stupid, don't say anything stupid. Oh God, do they hate me? Do they hate me?
0: <laughs> oh, I look, I, that that is uh, how I've felt as as an actor like my entire career It's just been like, when I have to be myself off the cuff, boy, I'm just yeah, that that sort of like, oh God, <laughs> I don't want to sound dumb. I get it.
1: Uh, but I mean, you know, when you're on set, it's like, I think it's a lot easier because, you know, you're just like there to, to say, okay, I'm doing, you know, this, this, this. Okay, what are my lines? Okay, what's the scene? You know, yada, yada, yada. You know, you go through the motions, but... Oh, I need like, a script. <laughs> but like, you know, trying to connect with someone like on a personal level, like just having a conversation with someone about like whatever is hard. It really is because it's like... Yeah. You know, you want it to be genuine, but at the same time, you you don't want to give too much away because if you give too much away, you just you know it becomes awkward, and you're like, shit, I shouldn't have said that, shit, I shouldn't have said that.
0: <laughs> Aw.
1: because cause I've had um, I've I mean I've looked because I've ah, god I've had these moments where I've where I think I end up opening up too too early, and it just ends up making things awkward. You know, especially like through email. Cause with email you can't tell you know what a person's feeling because it's text right you know right but but you know I, I end up rereading some old emails i've sent to someone you know just trying to have a conversation and i'm like ooh, this is like ooh, i opened up too much
0: <laughs> oh god yeah no i i get that we all we all have our um our, our history that, that we, it's like, we just have to forgive ourselves and move on, I guess. I, uh, but I have my share. When I, I have my bad days too, for sure. Yeah. I'm I mean, like, it, little, I go, I just go through the list of the, the terrible things I've, I have said or done. And, but yeah, Oh Lordy, we should, we should, let's, let's talk about nice things about ourselves.
1: Um, oh nice things about me. Well, I mean, everyone i've talked to I mean, like everyone i've talked to on this podcast has not said anything negative about me so there you go that's
0: right if if, <laughs> if i had heard anything negative about you i would not be talking to you and you would not have such quality people on your show that's true
1: you know and i've held my own with a lot of you know with a lot of people despite you know my social anxiety and you know my social awkwardness you know i've had episodes that are that are great and some not so great you know, and I've made some friends along the way in, in in the VO business, like, okay, we can't talk, you know, constantly because, you know, COVID and everyone's busy with, you know, their own personal stuff. And, you know, you don't want to be that person who messages everyone and says, hey, you want to hang out? And I'm like, uh, not now, go away, <laughs> you know?
0: Uh, yeah, you're really lucky in that way.
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, and... I mean at the end of the day it's it's kind of impressive that I that I've you know kept this thing going as long as I have cuz surely at some point you you just wonder like you know should I quit cuz uh you know I I said this a lot before but um believe it or not I actually get a lot more no's than I get yeses so <laughs> you know, and, oh, really? and, and and it becomes disheartening because you know you reach out to people and you just wonder like okay do they get this? You know, is this possible? You know, to get to to reach out to this person and and whatnot, and and you get a lot of no's. And I'm not gonna lie, like you know, the first couple of no's are pretty, pretty disheartening. But you know, you just gotta pick yourself back up and say, okay, one door's closed. W- which um, let's find another door, and hopefully oh, it'll absolutely. work.
0: <laughs> I certainly understand what it feels like to get a no. I. I've had many in my in my career, so <laughs> you're you're in good company.
1: Yeah, no, but I mean, do you do you look back on 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 a role you auditioned for that you didn't get, and someone else did, and you're like, you know what, I should have got that?
0: <laughs> there, there are, you know, of course, I can look back and be like, oh, well, you know. I wish I had gotten that role and then this person ended up booking it, but I I try and I'm not always successful, but I try to just remind myself that like you get the roles you're meant to, to get, you get the jobs you're supposed to have. And um, I try to have a mentality of, of, you know, there's enough to go around for everyone. Um, I think that's the only way to not just turn into a completely like, bitter soul <laughs> and i think actors and any any anyone really who's you know putting themselves out there um has to has to figure out uh, their own like sort of mental frame framework for how they're gonna survive this this the the, the the toll of it all you know so i certainly have plenty of 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 no's i look back on with 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 a little bit of regret but i try to keep moving forward you know
1: yeah, I mean, because that's all any of, us, any of us can do, especially now, because yeah. it's like, you know, okay, you get one no, hopefully you get more yeses, <laughs> because it's like, you can't just sit around moping about no's all day, because, you know, COVID has made everything harder, and the no's are more understandable, and it's kind of more understandable, like, why why more shows are getting canceled and why why more shows are starting to sound weird because it's like everyone's recording via zoom now and you know oh totally la- <laughs> there are like latency yes. issues and because I, I remember like watching an episode of like a show recently a new episode of a show and i'm like oh, I, I don't know is, if, is does this sound off to you is it just me but and then i remembered oh it was recorded via zoom and the actors weren't there to record their line. I mean, they're, they're obviously there recording their lines together, but it's, it's not, oh, the, it's same. Kind of it's not my, the same. It's not the
0: same. And I don't think I'm speaking out of turn, uh, but my neighbor um, is one of the creators of uh, that Disney show, big city greens. And, um, I don't know if you, you're familiar with it, but he was telling me about the challenges of being, you know, of being a producer in this, in this era, you know, the, the the differences in the sound quality has been definitely challenging for the showrunners.
1: Oh yeah. Because I mean, I just watched an episode of, I mean, no, that show actually has been. Yeah. Yeah. Like the newer episodes, like it it's, it's noticeable. It's noticeable who, who, uh, was who uh, who had the good equipment and who had the not so great equipment when I came to <laughs> recording from home.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but I, I try to I I tried to comfort him, you know, and say, well, I think the only people who really would notice are people who are, you know, working with you know in the recording world. You know, hopefully, you know, to just the average viewer, no one's going to notice.
1: I mean, yeah, and at the end of the day, like, I mean, I know this is going to sound condescending, but at the end of the day, you're like, you know, your main target demographic is children, and I don't think children are going to notice that any difference. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, totally.
1: I mean, it's, I know it's condescending, but like, you know, kids don't no, notice. Think- I mean, because cause kids don't notice these things. Like, I mean, I, when I was a kid, like, I used to watch a lot of shows, you know, back in the day, and I look back on those shows and I'm like, man the animation was not good <laughs> at all how did i enjoy this
0: <laughs> well the you know they, they that show has such great characters and so such fun stories and and great jokes and it's like that's what the kids are care about you know they just want to connect with those characters and and have fun they're not like you know they're not in the weeds like us uh grown-ups it's like my husband's in in music and and he has a hard time watching things sometimes because he can't turn his working brain off he's always listening for like oh the mix is a little weird right there and like oh why they why they were that cue, and yeah
1: <laughs> oh god I, I feel sorry for anyone who was in um who worked in adr who has to edit the stuff because they they're, they're the ones that have to make it sound good
0: they got and... their work cut out for them for sure <laughs>
1: <laughs> Cause it's like, cause it's like when when someone drops, like you just like what do you do? It's like crap, they dropped. We have to re-record, and it's just it becomes a nightmare. It really does.
0: <laughs> a lot. Well, a lot of the times we ha- as actors we have to be recording backup. So sometimes that 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 can be saved by the backup file that the the actor is doing on their own computer with their own rig. But yeah, whew, it's a lot a lot i don't envy the the mixers right now
1: and did you and and were you one of the people who actually had had um had their own setup at home for auditions or did you have to you know start from scratch i
0: I had my own setup um in 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 my closet here um i don't have a fancy booth um you know but i have i have fairly decent equipment and i just like hung um old like blankets and comforters around the uh the closet and yeah i actually did a couple of sessions um i i I went cross country this summer uh to my family there in virginia and i did a couple of sessions with the same setup like in the mountains and we would have to whereas here like in burbank we have to hold for airplane noise or like um gardeners um in virginia we would like have to hold because the birds were too loud. It was really fun. Was
1: the fun. birds were too loud.
0: <laughs> the birds were chirping too loud right outside the window, and we have to be like, "Hold for the birds."
1: <laughs> uh, thank, thank goodness you didn't have to record here because I remember like um, a couple uh, a couple weekends ago, uh, someone's dog was outside barking for the entire day, and I'm like. Okay, are you going to shut that dog up or am I have to going to go out there and and shut it up for you cuz it's just getting really annoying now? <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. No, we ha- I have I have my fair share of neighbor noise too, which can be challenging. So, I I now that we can can go, you know, to the studio, I try to go as much as possible cuz I just want to remove any element of surprise.
1: Yeah, I mean, and it's much more safer to go into the studio because, you know, like what you're going to be recording is, you know, going to sound professional and you can, you know, you don't have to worry about levels or gain or any of, the, of that because, you I'll know. It's
0: on my acting, which is, is such a such a luxury after after this year.
1: <laughs> um, you know, speaking of acting, like are there any dream roles you, you ever wanted to get? Like you have your eye on on something and that you, that you re- desperately want to be a part of?
0: Oh man. I'd like I'd like to play like I'm so ready to like age into like the like villainesses, you know what I mean? Like I'm so ready for that. Um the ones who like come in, you know, if you're like doing a Broadway show, you know, the ones who just like come in, have a really like amazing, sassy, funny song and then like get to sit out the rest of the show, come back and do a bow, like I don't know. I I'm I'm desperate to get back to the theater at some point. I'm really really looking forward to that day. So I guess that would be a dream role. Just to just to play a, a villain in like a new musical one day. That would be fun.
1: <laughs> Lady Macbeth. Uh, there you go. <laughs> Lady Macbeth
0: the musical.
1: <laughs> Why not? I mean, Hollywood's like, okay, Joker was a big success. Let's do a let's do a DeVille movie. Let's do a Lady Macbeth oh, you version. Know <laughs>
0: Did you know they're actually doing a Corolla Deville movie with Emma Stone?
1: Yeah, I, just I know.
0: Like last month. <laughs> yeah. Oh wait, you knew that?
1: Well, um, that yeah. Is-
0: <laughs> oh duh. Okay, and now I get it. Um, see, I'm like so distracted in in Corona times. Um, yeah, I saw that that uh, preview for that. That looks intense, but cool and fashiony.
1: No, but I mean that I mean that's gonna be the new trend is, is what I'm saying. Like that's gonna be the new trend. We're gonna just go back and take all these old villains and give them like their own spotlight because
0: Oh totally.
1: That's the thing now.
0: <laughs> oh, wouldn't that be fun if it was like Maleficent the Musical presented by Disney Theatricals. It'll happen, watch. It'll happen.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I mean that those I mean the first movie could be easily adapted into a musical. I remember like watching that. Um like on satellite back when we had satellite and and thinking man you know this would be this would work great as a musical a lot better than a movie but that's just me yeah <laughs> that's just me oh man uh maybe captain hook hades i don't know
0: <laughs> oh yeah <laughs>
1: just going through the, all he the had, disney films it, it wasn't
0: a musical but well they of course they've had peter pan the musical but then um Peter and the Star Catchers was a really fun play they did on Broadway. Have you have you been to New York before?
1: I have, but um, I, I never actually we were only in New York for three days, unfortunately, like back in tw- 2012. And we didn't get a chance to see much, but uh, I always wanted to go see a Broadway show. And, and I remember like my, my parents, uh, my, my mother was like, oh, why don't we go see a Broadway show? And my dad's like, we don't have the time. We're only here for like three days. <laughs>
0: Oh yeah, that's it's hard to squeeze all of that in. Well, maybe next time.
1: Yeah, well, when when,
0: when, when things open up. <laughs>
1: when, when the world when uh, New York doesn't look abandoned anymore, would be great. Right,
0: right. <laughs> I lived there for 11 years and uh yeah, I can't imagine what it must be like now.
1: Oh man, I've I've seen the footage of like back when the cases were at their worst and everyone had to go into complete lockdown. It looks really fucking scary like seeing yeah. times square like completely abandoned oh my goodness my it goodness was theory, right <laughs> yeah. i mean
0: and and i had so many friends working in theater who got covid around that time because you know before you know everybody started to realize that it was it was spreading like wildfire in new york like they caught it you know at work and and luckily you know everyone recovered but who terrifying
1: <laughs> yeah um I mean, I would love to, to go see a, to go see a show. You know, I, I mean, I don't know which show, but like I, anything at this point, what, I'm like, <laughs> I mean,
0: who knows what's coming back, but, but I hear it's, they're, they're really hoping to come back in the fall, you know, slow, you know, show by show. I don't think everything's going to be, be put back up, you know, right away, but
1: yeah. I mean, we'll I don't, be- I mean, I don't imagine um, a lot of productions are going to be eager to come back like full time i mean they're just probably going to test the water with like one or two shows and then you know see if that works and then they'll you know they'll go back but uh it'll be a really slow process a really slow process i don't think anything's going to go back to normal in the span of a day
0: <laughs> oh yeah no it'll take some time so meanwhile luckily animation keeps chugging along <laughs>
1: I mean, it might sound weird because of, you know, everyone's recording via Zoom and and the direction is kind of, you know, it has to be done. Like, the directors and, and everyone else is, like, there with you and they have to give you, like, direction on the spot, which is just, you know, weird. But, okay, I'm like, this is the only way they can do it now. Mm-hmm. So, and it's going to sound weird and it's going to feel weird, but, uh, you know, I can't really harsh the... The showrunners and animators too much because like they're they're working with these conditions and you know like they're gotta make it, the best out of a bad situation and and with animation, like um you know the networks' not gonna be like okay, you gotta you gotta um it will give you like a time off for it, especially like, when you're doing dur- during um during a season' because they're like gonna be like, no, you gotta air this now like this is when we right. you know you're gonna air this now and it's it's challenging cuz i remember like the you know the creator of Amphibia said like his team was struggling to get those episodes out on time cuz they had to work via crunch hours and i'm like oh that's horrible that really is yeah. horrible horrible
0: yeah.
1: yeah but i mean because because they're on a tight schedule and and the network's like you know disney's like you got to get this out on on this on this air date cuz we're not going to change I'm not going to push back any of the episodes. you got to get these done on time. And, you know, you're working via crunch and you're getting everything done. And all those episodes that be done like a a short, you know, a week or two tops. It's just, oh, my God. I can't imagine. <laughs> like, I just can't imagine dealing with that pressure. I just cannot. Yeah. Like, especially during COVID. Oh, my goodness. My goodness.
0: Yeah. Wild times. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, and 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 here we go. I'm. It's supposed to be inspirational and lighthearted. And I've and I've completely. <laughs> completely oh no!
0: <laughs> Look, this is this is where we're at. This is this is the world. I I I would be it's definitely more interesting. You know, to be having a real conversation than just chirping about you know the sunny side all the time. But ask what do you have? A, let's see. I'm trying to think. How can I?
1: i mean you're the guest and i've and i feel like i've done more talking than you have which i'm just like uh oh, i don't know should should i do more of the talking because i don't like it what no, i'm doing no, I, it. I
0: i just like to listen i i started asking you questions okay ask me a question i'll i'll be the guest
1: again okay. <laughs> no no I, I mean if you if you want to ask the questions go ahead like i'm 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 an open book <laughs>
0: <laughs> i'll interview myself okay man. uh no what else do you want to know what else can i tell you
1: um I'm actually kind of surprised you're not on Duncanville because I mean, that that's a, that's a show made by, you know, Amy, Amy, uh, you know.
0: <laughs> oh, Duncanville. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I, I don't like keep in touch with Amy Poehler. I mean, mm. I love her so much. And if she wanted to keep in touch with me, of course, I'd be like, yes. Um, but yeah, no, she's got she's so she's such an incredible producer an actor and she's got a million things going on. I would be in anything she wants. Like Catherine Pinewood was definitely my favorite character. It was so well-written.
1: Now it's kind of, it's kind of funny looking back at her character now, especially with the rise of Karen culture and just realizing that that's basically what, what she was.
0: Oh, absolutely. She was like one of the, one of the original Karens. She, but um, that's so funny.
1: No, it's it. It was funny, like watching those episodes back because and not realizing, like, oh my god, they predicted it. They they got it downright because it's like holy shit, like they they nailed it. Because this is like what Karens are. Like they just come in and they're like, yeah, ah, we don't want you to do this because it, you know, I don't like it and no one else should like it. Yeah,
0: <laughs> these are my facts, and I'm gonna stick to them. Yours don't count. <laughs> yeah, she so funny if i could just like play her forever that would be great <laughs> like but deep. yeah that show is so brilliant so 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 brilliant
1: no i mean i've I've been watching old episodes of that again because i just want to feel anything at this point <laughs> is,
0: did you it, see the like reunion um thing yeah did? i did i did it that was sweet yeah i liked was, that that
1: was real funny and um i'm i'm just like i just need comfort i mean the relationship between you know ron swanson and 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 amy and amy and amy's character is just uh it's just so comforting right now it's just so real oh, comforting
0: good so good, oh, so good. <laughs>
1: like that's what we need more of now we just need more comfort i mean i don't care if it's like I'll even watch season one episodes and I know season one is terrible, but like, I'll, I'll still watch it, you know, cause I just, I just need something. I need, I need escapism. God damn it.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, yeah, no, if we, I don't need to see any more of these like apocalyptic zombie scary shows. I just, it's too much, man. <laughs>
1: Like I mean, that's that's why I like I mean, as much as I loved kidding, like that's why I said like I had to stop at some point because I'm like this is way too depressing and too real <laughs> because it's just oh my oh, goodness.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was hard. It's I, I it, you know not to not to bring it down too much, but like the, you know there was a the loss in my family many years ago, um, extended family, and um, so I I kind of am aware of of what that process that grief process is, and uh, yeah, it was it was hard for even me to really watch that part of it so not to um no spoilers jeez if anybody wants to watch the show now anyway but yeah i mean it's right now all i want is to just watch heart and kindness and some optimism (laughs) i'm with you
1: i mean i i'm just like you know there are a lot of shows i don't i mean i'm not particularly a huge fan of because i think they're just like way too way too formulaic, but I'm like, I'll put him on as background noise. Cause I'm, you know, it cheers me up and I kind of need like, you know, something formulaic in the background to help cheer me up. Cause I cannot, you know, I just can't look at any, I just can't look at the news or anything, anything of that nature. I just can't, you know, it's yeah. just, it's just too depressing.
0: I will amend my statement though, because I do like to, you just remind me it's a form, formulaic. I like, I love SVU and I, I know that that's dark, Did you, do you watch um, Saturday Night Live at all?
1: Um, I mean, kind of, I mean, not, not the, not the newer seasons, but like the older stuff.
0: I catch clips, you know, uh, every now and again, and they did this really funny um, music video like a couple months ago, where it was just like a bunch of ladies talking about, this is my, this is my self-care is like watching murder shows. (laughs) And I know that that it's funny. I I don't want to watch. Yeah. I don't want to watch like dystopian devastation, but like, give me an SVU marathon and some laundry to fold. And I am like, okay.
1: <laughs> no, I mean, SVU is kind of hilarious. Cause it's just like, it's way too. It's, it's not surreal in a sense, but it's kind of like way too cartoony to be taken seriously. And that's why it's so perfect to watch because it's kind of like, oh. yeah, this is not how the real police department would handle these types of cases. <laughs>
0: My God. One of my greatest disappointments for my time as a New York actor is I never booked a a Law & Order. Never say never. Maybe, you know, there's still a chance, but I I was like, how could I be a New York actor and not have worked on on Law & Order?
1: (laughs) Uh, Not even as an extra? That's kind of weird.
0: Nah. (laughs) I was lucky I was working in theater, so I didn't really have time to do background stuff, but um, it would have been fun to be up close and personal there, even in a small capacity.
1: Which is your favorite Law & Order?
0: Oh, SVU. Hands down.
1: Well, I mean, I, that's the only one I've actually seen, so I know. not If you said anything else, I'd be like, eh, I, I didn't You'd I'd be like, oh, sure, that. sure. <laughs> Yeah, that one. Like, the only, uh, the only thing I know of Law & Order is, like, that one episode of American Dad where they go to Law & Order Fest. That's it. Like, that's my entire that's my oh, entire um
0: i don't know that american dad episode but that's funny like you mean like a like a con like, a con, like in, yeah
1: like yeah. In <laughs> yeah it's a it's a it's a convention and and steve gets a poster um, i think it's like steve or stan gets a poster of every person who played a dead body on the show <laughs> So
0: funny
1: and stan ends up stealing the 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 clarinet that plays in the um in the opening so there you go it's just <laughs> So hilarious. And and that episode, ironically enough, ended up uh, guest starring Ice-T. So there you go. Oh, <laughs> there you go.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. Um. No, I mean, is that it's, you know, I, I've learned in the past year and a half that it's good to have, like, comfort shows. And if SB, SBU is your thing, th- there you go. <laughs> like, I can't, like. Um...
0: I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's it's just just getting by man so this view is what it is let's go with it
1: like, if that's, if that's your thing, then okay. Like, I'm not going to judge. I'm not going to be like, oh, I have, I, that's trash mental, television. <laughs>
0: <laughs> My mental load right now, you know, with the, with, because I have a, I have a six-year-old and a three-year-old and, and, you know, dealing with the pandemic on top of everything else. It's like, I, by the time I've got the kids in bed, I, I'm so lame now. Like, I don't have the ability to invest that much in, in a, like a really deep, uh, nuanced, complex story most of the time because I'll fall asleep by like nine, you know. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it's just sadly that's that's where I'm at and uh, it's okay. I'll catch up when I'm older, I guess, <laughs> when the boys are older and not taking so much time.
1: Oh, and and you know if you have kids then you're probably gonna stuck be stuck watching what it, what they want to watch most of the time and you're like oh god,
0: <laughs> yeah. But luckily there's so much good content out there and it's bonus, you know, really helpful as as a, a, you know, a voiceover actor, get to, get to know all the shows and the different styles and things like that. So there's, there's some perks to have that kind of running in the background.
1: (laughs) Do you get weirded out? Like watching a show and your voice comes on and you're like, Oh, do do I really sound like that?
0: (laughs) Oh, every time, every time I'm like, Oh, why'd I do it like that? Yeah, I, I, we're not good judges of ourselves, are we? Like, I, I know I'm not. I can't even really watch. I can't. I can't watch a lot of stuff um, that I've done on camera. I don't know. It's just it's, I'm a, a weird actor, I guess. But
1: no, I mean, a lot of people I've talked to like barely watch their their own stuff. They're like, they're all they they are they are they're either really weirded out by it, or they're like. I just just avoided because I don't like watching myself. I just I'm just too too nitpicky. So you're not yeah. alone. You're not alone.
0: Yeah, thank goodness. Yeah. I I'm I just am. because yeah, I'll just pick it apart and I, it's better to just like trust that, you know, I got hired because they they thought I was I was good at something and so they didn't fire me or replace me. So it's good enough. Move on.
1: You are exceptional. That was all that matters. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um but no, it's interesting, like because you know, because a lot of voice actors don't even watch their own stuff because, you know, they're you now they're too nitpicky or they can't stand listening to their own voices. It becomes kinda hard when, you know, they meet fans and fans bring up these specific scenes and they're like, um, yeah, <laughs> that scene
0: um, oh that yeah yeah i can see that i haven't had that experience yet but uh hopefully i will
1: <laughs> like
0: hopefully i'm like you know because i actually am not you know it took me quite a few years i moved here in, in to los angeles in 2012 and it took me a while to start to build up a resume you know because it's like even though i had a resume coming um, for my previous work in New York, it's still a different industry. It's a different, you know, a different aspect of the industry. So I don't have like a ton of, um, cred- I mean, I, I have a decent amount of credits. I'm not like discounting myself, but you know what I mean? Like I'm not, I don't have a huge body of work to reference, but I'm getting there.
1: <laughs> now, I mean, t- yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and that's, I think is, is great because like, you know, I've had like tons of people who, you know, when they came on the show, their their credits were like, eh. You know, you know, they were okay, but they weren't like anything, you know, crazy. But then, you know, you know, two year you know, fast forward to where we are now, and those people are booking all these uh, amazing shows, and I couldn't be more prouder than them of them because it's like, eh, you made it, you know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> One thing that's been really cool is when I first moved here. You know, I started taking classes at like, you know, Voice Actors Network. I don't know if you've heard of any of these like. Places, but you know, I started taking VO classes just to kind of get a sense of the, the territory and the people and the play, you know, the players and stuff. And it's been cool to see some of my classmates from back then, you know, how they've grown and how they've started to make a name for themselves in this industry. And that, that's really cool.
1: Well, who are you classmates with? If you don't mind oh, I don't know.
0: I mean, people in, in your, um, I'm, I'm trying to, like um, Reba um oh my gosh why can't i pronounce is it burr
1: reba
0: burr, burr. yeah oh. you know oh reba it's like, it's like a looping class together and she's lovely and like i'm glad you know to see that she's doing stuff and like ben pronsky you know oh ben
1: I, I, good buddy i met mine. him
0: when you know he it, it, it was hope levy was running voice actors network and ben was just like assisting and taking classes and stuff and i don't know yeah it's just cool i really like this community it reminds me a lot of the theater community. And, and, uh, I like that.
1: Now, I mean, interesting enough, cause Ben, um, you know, worked uh, got into voiceover because he's just like saw through the bullshit of Hollywood. Cause he's like, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not getting anywhere. I'm not getting the roles I want to get. So I'm just going to go do voiceover full time. And I'm like, good for you. Cause you know, you saw right through the bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good, good on him. I mean, he's a real talented dude. And I honestly, I honestly think I want to see him in more stuff because he's just I mean, he's he's at that point. I mean, yeah, he's getting more roles, but I'm kind of like, you know, you should be getting a lot more because you're that good, dude. You're that good.
0: You know, it's such a it's there's so much competition. It's like there's a lot of really good people and he is that good. like he's I love him. He's so good. and, And I yeah. It'll happen, but yeah, it, it it is crazy. You gotta get like a hundred no's before you get that one gig.
1: Yeah. I mean even even like numbers game. Yeah, I mean it's it's a it's a numbers game and it's especially challenging when you know, you, you're you're coming into voice a character that's already been done a hundred times by other people and then you're gonna be like, Oh well. Uh, are people going to be mad at me for my take on this character? Because everyone's so judgy when it comes to existing characters. But I mean, uh,
0: yeah, uh. like I, I stayed. Oh, I, I don't have a ton of experience in that, but I have done like, you know, some of the Marvel characters, like the the lesser Marvel characters, and uh, um, not lesser, not lesser, but but you know, I'm not doing like Supergirl or whatever, Superwoman. Um, but I've managed to avoid any sort of critique of it all. But I know that exists, you know, that the the super fans, you know, are aware of like everyone who's voiced Medusa and every, you know, so, but I try to just avoid it because I don't want to like mess myself up or get in my head about my, my own performance or my own take on it.
1: I mean, and at the end of the day, like everyone's going to have their favorites, but I mean, I said this many times, but I mean, you can have your favorites, but please don't be a dick to someone else for, for their take on the character. Yeah. I mean, that's because because that's all there is to it. Like, you know, you can have all these existing takes on these characters, but don't be a dick for because someone wasn't, you know, uh, you know, didn't do the didn't do the character the way you wanted them to do the character. I mean, come on, man.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, isn't that just a great motto for life? Don't be a dick. (laughs) I think people, you know, especially younger, the fans that are younger, you know, they have a a real um, love and sense of ownership over over these characters. And they do forget that, like, we're just we're just human beings standing behind a mic trying to do our best, pay our bills. You know, (laughs) we want to do a good job. We want to we want to please you all. But, you know, just be nice.
1: I mean, you can't, you can't please anyone. And honestly, like, it's kind of interesting looking, looking back at some of your old voices and I'm just like, oh yeah, she was that person. And I completely forgot about it because it just wasn't, you know, it wasn't, uh, you know, like you said, you weren't voicing like these, you know, I icon- you know, these big name characters. You're just like voicing like some of the C-list characters. And it's just like, eh, yeah, you know.
0: this is like, fine. It's great. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Work is work and I'm thrilled to get it
1: yeah you know i mean yeah i mean because there have been a lot of medusas over the years and crystals and i'm kind of like you know i have not heard anyone i mean not no offense to the ladies that have done it over the years but i have yet to hear one that i've been like blown away by i'm I'm, i've yet to hear someone you know do a take on that character i'm like yes that's the character you know i mean not no offense to the ladies who've done it i mean they've all done fantastic jobs with what they've been given but uh You know, for me, it's like, eh, you know. You know, I haven't been blown away by it, so.
0: Yeah.
1: And you can can send your angry emails, too.
0: (laughs) (laughs) How dare you?
1: (laughs) How dare you? How dare you, sir? (laughs) How
0: dare you? How very dare you?
1: (laughs) Because apparently you can get in trouble for mentioning that, um... (laughs) that uh, certain were certain works have not aged well so
0: <laughs> in trouble for just about anything these days if you just try
1: <laughs> yeah that's that's what's so sad about these days is like people don't understand like how much i hold back when it comes to recording these things cuz there's like a lot of, like, there's a lot i want to say but um you know, I'm just like ah, you know, someone's gonna take that out of the context, and you know, and they're gonna be like ah, you know, how dare you say this? How dare you say that? And you can literally get in trouble for saying like it's a beautiful day now. So <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know it does. It does. It's a heightened uh, time, and I, you know, I, I, I think it's important for us all to have a heightened sense of um, heightened sensitivity. Um, but it can feel it. 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 It makes me you know, just as anxious. See, I'm already like stammering because I'm just like, what do I even say? Um, yeah, we have to, we just have to be much more aware of, of everything these days. And I think it's for the better, ultimately the greater good, but yeah, it can be, I can, I just get so anxious and that's why I'm not even really super, you know, um, active on social media and things like that like i keep my social media is very like to the point most of the time i used to get a little you know i mean i think it's not hard to to know that i'm i have my apologies lean a little uh, to the left and you know um but i try to just keep it keep it simple these days
1: well i mean good good for you for being like one of the few people who have uh you know who have a twitter account and don't use it that much because i'm like i envy you <laughs> i really envy you <laughs> like uh, not not going back to that cesspool every day is just a just a blessing to be quite honest <laughs>
0: yeah yeah
1: because i mean and i've I... I've said this before but like the only reason i have a social media is because i want to promote promote the show and other stuff i'm working on and
0: if yeah, i if
1: same. i if, if i didn't have you know social media if i didn't have like um you know, stuff to promote, I wouldn't be on social media. I'd just be like, yeah, you know, just be on like my little corner of the internet lurking on various sites and that's it.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm very, I'm very much just like, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm I'm stuck on Facebook cause I've got my like mom groups where I get, you know, all the, the hot tips on, on mom stuff, you know, and I can see pictures of other people's kids and things like that. But, but that's about the extent of it. <laughs> I do enjoy TikTok. I don't. I'm not active on it, but I like to watch the TikToks. So I do like that. I find it that's pretty joyful.
1: <laughs> oh man, fa- fa- that's another site I have not been on for years. Facebook. I'm like, I, I, I pretty much stopped using that <laughs> from from, 20- from twenty sixteen onwards because I'm like, no, I've seen <laughs> what it, I've seen what it, what, what, um, what that site has become, and I'm like, no. No, thank I you. I again,
0: like I just do it for the private, like hyper-focused subgroups and private groups. But I, I, I don't engage on a on a larger, you know, a broader level in terms of the politics and all that stuff. Woof. You
1: no, know, um, I actually a funny story. Like, um. I remember like uh, doing a virtual con and, you know, one of the perks to, to buying, to, you know, to buying uh, an event is like they did the private panel on Facebook and I'm like, God damn it. I don't want to use Facebook. Stop making me, stop hiding stuff behind paywalls. I don't want to use Facebook. Stop making me log into Facebook just to watch this panel that I could easily have watched on YouTube or Twitch. Come on. <laughs> you know? and, and I remember like, uh, you know, uh, because my profile settings are set to private, like my name wasn't showing up in the, in the chat. So it's like, uh, so and the, and the moderator was like, you know, if you want us to see your questions, you gotta like, uh, you know, turn, turn, uh, turn that private, private stuff off. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to turn that off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm embarrassed enough as it is. <laughs> <laughs> it, uh... Like, I'm Ugh. embarrassed enough that I'm back on Facebook just to watch a panel for, at, like, one in the morning, for God's sakes. Come on.
0: <laughs> like, oh, man.
1: This is my life now, apparently. Like, watching watching content online. But, uh, you know, it is Everyone. what it is. <laughs> it is what
0: it is. Wait, what time is it there now?
1: It's 9.15 uh, p.m.
0: Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> so, don't Tomorrow. worry. Don't worry. <laughs>
0: Nine fifteen today. Wait, today. Or, never mind. This is boring. <laughs> uh, this is boring. World, world clock stuff. But anyway, um, <laughs> what else? What else? I uh, I probably I didn't realize that this. This I have a little thing that I got to do in a bit. But um, what else can we chat about?
1: Uh, well, When do you got to wrap up? Just just oh, tell me. Like,
0: oh, in like ten. Is a, that enough time?
1: A ten minutes. Okay, cool. 10 minutes uh, lightning round lightning round so. <laughs> the lightning round let's see if you do better than uh, julie nathanson on this one all right because <laughs> because lightning round broke her i'm not gonna lie she had trouble with that but anyway. oh, my oh my
0: gosh okay
1: okay cool. Li- lightning round uh coffee or tea coffee uh oh, favorite type of wine
0: pinot grigio okay
1: Uh, favorite, uh, favorite sci-fi movie.
0: I don't watch sci-fi.
1: Um,
0: yeah, I don't, I don't watch them. I really don't watch them at all.
1: Uh, favorite streaming, streaming show. Oh
0: God. Oh, that's so hard. Um, um, this will break me too. You know that I'm not good at picking favorites. Um, okay. Um, hmm. Can we pass and come back to it?
1: Yeah. Okay. Pass and come back to it. Uh, favorite person you've ever worked with.
0: Oh, for the love! <laughs> don't make me do this.
1: Oh man,
0: I can't. I can't pick. I've been so lucky. I, I'm going to list a few: Amy Poehler, Daniel Radcliffe, John Laric. These are just the celebrities, and this isn't even getting into all the people that I love who aren't famous, but they're incredible. I have so many people. I can't. Don't make me do this. <laughs>
1: Uh, um okay um least least favorite uh most annoying thing anyone has ever asked you
0: oh god oh um oh i block it all out uh i know that there have been plenty of annoying things most annoying thing anyone's ever asked me I remember, I I won't, I don't I don't have an ask, but I do remember like a, this is when I, early in my career, I was an idiot and like would sometimes read message boards and stuff. And I learned eventually to to not do that because, you know, you'll, the the bad stuff will always stick with me. And I remember somebody said that my voice made them want to slaughter baby ocelots. It was so graphic and weird and specific and mean. (laughs) I'll never forget that. I'll always be like. But that one weirdo who God knows where they even live, who maybe didn't even see the actual show that I was in, hates me somewhere. And so, ugh. Um, favorite uh,
1: person you want to work with the most that you never had a chance with to work with? Oh,
0: man. Uh, it's either Beyonce or Stephen Sondheim. Uh,
1: favorite voiceover person you've ever worked with?
0: Oh, that's so
1: hard.
0: I really love all the, I love all the voiceover people. Oh God, um, I really enjoyed working um, with with Gray uh, Delisle Griffin, Gray Griffin, Gray Delisle. I'm not sure. I know that she has like three names, but anyway, um, I loved working with her on on Mighty Magiswords when we got to do group records. So I, I, I hate to pick favorites, but I really have enjoyed you know getting to know her over the years.
1: Oh, she's great. <laughs> I've met her at a at a virtual con. She's hilarious um Basically. um okay the uh, favorite uh favorite uh well speaking of Greg Delisle favorite Grey great Delisle role
0: oh jeez. <laughs> she she has so many I, I I I don't even like know her super fancy ones um because I, I all I focus on is how 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 brilliant she is like in terms of being able to do a million different voices and like showing up. I mean she's just like her versatility is it's so incredible. I can't even pick one. I'm
1: really bad at this. Um,
0: this is a super scintillating podcastery.
1: <laughs> favorite uh, <laughs> favorite guilty pleasure it could be anything: movie, TV show, book, whatever. What have you? Favorite guilty pleasure?
0: Oh, this is embarrassing. I've been super into for whatever reason. Sister Wives on TLC. It's a reality show about some mormons, polygamous mormons and for some reason I've been really into it lately. It's embarrassing, but there you go. My husband <laughs> makes fun of me. <laughs>
1: um worst worst uh t- worst movie or TV show you were forced were for, you were forced to watch. Oh god. Worst movie or TV show. Oh, god.
0: I don't even I don't I can't. I don't even know. I can't watch horror stuff. I don't have the stomach for it. So pretty much anytime somebody tries to get me to watch something that's, that's remotely scary, especially now that I'm a mom, if anything is like has, has children in peril, I'm just like, nope, nope, shut it down. I hate it. <laughs> yes.
1: Oh man. Adventures <laughs> and babysitting must be frightening to you now.
0: <laughs> I love that movie. But yeah, even then I'm like, what? Oh, if I were their mother, I would. Yeah. It's a very different perspective now that I'm a mom, as opposed to what oh I was
1: man, a oh my god, you can't even watch Honey I Shrunk <laughs> the Kids anymore. You can't.
0: <laughs> no, ex- exactly. I've been going back and like watching some of these classics with my kid. my My oldest is, is you know, we can watch some of these things, and I'm like, wow, the 80s and 90s different time and children's content. In oh time. man,
1: <laughs> bad yeah. news. Bad news bears is not aged well at all.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we haven't we haven't hit that one yet, so. <laughs> it on the list
1: just just be careful that there's a lot of um a lot of language that you don't want your kid to be um well to, thank you <laughs> I,
0: I mean even in like home alone I was shocked at how many like my kids they they have this tick that they do now where like if somebody says stupid they're like bad word like any anything that you know that I've said like we don't say shut up or whatever. like they said it so many times in home alone they'll just be like bad
1: word bad word
0: <laughs> bad word mama <laughs>
1: Um, okay, favorite comfort food? Mmm,
0: chocolate chip cookies.
1: Okay, least favorite meal?
0: Least favorite meal. Oh, um, I don't, I don't like lamb. Okay. <laughs> Anything there you go.
1: Um, gu- favorite guilty pleasure food?
0: Oh, wait, I just said it, chocolate chip
1: cookies. Okay. Um, God, I don't... <laughs> And that's pretty much all the questions I have. Oh, okay. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah, did not
0: done strong on cookies.
1: <laughs> so, so, so you did. Um, you did a lot better than I expected you to. So there you go.
0: <laughs> oh well, thank you. Yeah, I'm, you uh, yeah, I am not good at picking picking favorites. I, I, oh, I was like, but there's so much to love about so many things. <laughs>
1: um god thank you so much for taking the time after this, this has been a lot oh, of oh my
0: pleasure it's so nice <laughs> to talk to you
1: you should do this more often just like you know forget podcasts let's just hang out and talk about just whatever
0: just <laughs> that, check in
1: <laughs> all right well, th- you
0: stay well and 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 stay stay sane and and i know that we'll be out of this soon enough
1: all right. Thank you so much, and take care. Bye-bye. See take you later. Take care.
0: You too. Thank you. Bye-bye.